Hello, welcome to The Binge 10. I'm Larry Goldman, and there has been a lot going on the last couple of weeks. We had a little bit of a lull in there at the beginning of October. Not much came out. Looked like they were going to take a little, little bit of a break, and then everything started coming out again. So we have a ton to review, some good, some not so good, but let's get right into it. So first of all, uh, Ganglands on Netflix and in French, uh, this is a story about a couple of girls that steal drugs from the wrong people. So those wrong people hold one of the girls hostage to get their drugs back. But guess what? Her uncle is also the wrong people. So he's trying to rescue her. They blackmail him to do some favors for them, steal some stuff, steal, steal a lot of drugs, steal from their competitors. Um, there's some good violence in this, some good robbery scenes, uh, some good double crosses. But in the end, I think Ganglands is just okay. I was kind of watching this one when there was a little bit of a lull there in early October. Um, on Apple TV, much anticipated, the problem with Jon Stewart. Uh, this is a political show on Apple TV. I think it comes out on Thursdays. Though the first episode was about the misuse of certain car carcinogens being used at army bases all over the world that would make our, our sick, that make our soldiers sick. Um, uh, that's just the first episode. You know, he uses you know, past footage, interviews, kind of very daily show style to make various people in charge look bad, look like liars and look extremely ignorant. You know, similar to what they used to do in, uh, in the daily show when they'd show somebody contradicting themselves in different videos. Um, I dig the message, but this is a heavy, heavy program. He, he does crack a joke or two. It's all very, very sarcastic. But it's it's all extremely extremely serious. He's 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 obviously trying to get some very message, very specific messages across. I would say watch at your own risk. Um, if you're interested in some of these issues, if you're interested in learning more about what's going on in some of the political machine, this is a great show for that. Probably more entertaining than the straight news, or than you know like sixty minutes or something. But it's a it's a very 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 serious show. Um, Oats Studio. So Oats Studio is owned by Neil Blumkamp. He's the director and writer of District Nine. I've heard that District Ten is coming out soon. District Nine was fantastic, and what he did here is he created a bunch of video shorts for Netflix. I think there's about eight of these shorts. The first two are absolutely fantastic. As good as anything on Love, Sex, and Robots. This isn't animated. This is live action. The rest are not so good. Seem like they're thrown together. Seem like they're, I don't know, almost experimental. I say watch the first two and save yourself time on the last six. Um, Acapulco on Apple TV. So all of a sudden, Apple TV has a ton of stuff coming out. This one uh, with no... Um, no marketing, no advertising. It just showed up on my home screen. Acapulco, uh, Apple TV. It's a story of a very, very rich uncle from Mexico who is hosting his nephew for the weekend. He decides that this weekend would be the right time to teach his nephew some life lessons. He teaches these lessons by talking about his dream job when he was a teenager 
at a resort called Los Colinas. And his idol, Don Pablo, worked there. Uh, I'm a few episodes in. There's only been a few episodes. Um, he teaches his nephew the art of the upsell to, to the rich people at the pool. How to be invisible like a waiter serving a VIP dinner. Uh, each episode is funny, heartbreaking, sweet. There's a girl he likes. We don't know if she likes him. He sticks up for her. She sticks up for him. It's just a decent kind of family show. I recommend Acapulco. I really liked it. Um, a Guilty Party on Paramount+. Plus. This stars Kate Beckinsale. She was recently in Jolt. Um, not an action movie, which I typically like Kate, Kate Beckinsale in. It's a story of a disgraced journalist who wants to finally write a story that matters. And in this case, it's about a wrongly incarcerated black woman who supposedly killed her criminal husband. Uh, though a heavy matter, it's actually kind of a lighthearted show about the aforementioned down-and-out journalist trying to do something meaningful and right. Beckinsale's kind of a mess. Uh, she does everything wrong. Um, she is uh, uh, makes bad decisions. And so each, most of it is, is, is kind of lighthearted and funny. It's a little aggravating. And you throw in a little crime, a little mystery, a little suspense for good measure. I, I recommend Guilty Party. Only 30-minute show, which I think always helps. The Sinner, it's back. Bill Pullman is back on the USA Channel season four. He is completely retired detective and his girlfriend and him have moved to a fishing island in the Northeast for the summer. Lots and lots of shows about fishing islands recently. We had American Horror Story. We had Midnight Mass. So the Northeast uh, getting a lot of attention this fall. Um, of course, on his very first night on the island, he has insomnia. He walks around town. He witnesses an apparent suicide of the granddaughter of the richest family on the island. He just cannot catch a break. And of course, he cannot risk helping out the girl or solving the mystery. His OCD is coming back. And off we go. <laughs> night one in, on your vacation home Night. I recommend The Sinner. It looks like another decent show. Um, another Life. So on Netflix, this is season two of Another Life. First season was 2019. It was very good. It was very complex. Um, because of that, I tried watching the first 10 minutes of the new season. Couldn't remember anything that was going on. So I found a pretty good episode-by-episode episode synopsis of season one on Wikipedia. I think it's mostly accurate. Uh, if you like the first season, you got to watch, you got to read this stuff. It, it, the first season was so complex. The second season is not getting less complex. Uh, and I, I couldn't make heads or tails of the first you know, few minutes of season two. If you didn't watch season one, I'd recommend it because it's good. I think it'll be really tough to watch season two without season one, you could cheat and read the cliff notes on Wikipedia. I say take the time, watch it all the way through. It is an hour-long show. It'll take some time. Um, season two takes place right after the planet blows up in season one, right after. Uh, it just jumps right back into it. There's no delay. There's no two weeks later. There's no nothing about that. 
their ship is trying to get out of the way from all the debris of the planet, avoid the Akaya. Uh, season two is all about trying to understand, are the Akaya good or are they bad? They say they want peace. Do they know what peace is? Are we really communicating? Do they understand completely? I'm only a few episodes in. It came out on Friday. Season two is fantastic. Uh, highly, highly recommend Another Life. Um, I know what you did last summer. So on Amazon, this is a series. Though they did release uh, four of them uh, on Friday, right away. I think it comes out every Friday. Uh, this is a series version of the teenage horror show from the 90s. Uh, that was about the same time that Scream was hot and a couple of others. This is in that vein. Uh, uh, in the series, similar stuff. We've got teenagers on graduation night. Um, uh, there is drama. Uh, there's sisters stealing uh, boyfriends from each other. There's drugs. There's drinking. And one of the sisters runs over the other sister. Oops. Oops. Oh, did, did I mention the sisters are identical twins? So who really killed who? Do we know? Because apparently their friends can't tell them apart. Apparently. So just like the movie, they're running around. They think somebody knows what happened, even though they tried to hide what happened. Um, and... You know, we can assume one by one, there's going to be some more killings. Uh, uh, the movie in the 90s was a little bit tongue-in-cheek. There was a little bit of humor to it. The killings were somewhat funny. Yeah, they were. Uh, uh, the scenarios they put them in and how they died was somewhat humorous. This is a little bit darker, a little bit serious, but it's still hard to take it serious. At all. Killings are pretty good. They're pretty gruesome. There's not that many of them. It's mostly a bunch, about a bunch of teenagers really freaking out that somebody knows what they did last summer. Right now, this is just okay for me, but it's trending into a little bit better okay, to be honest. Gotta finish it up, but I'm digging it. I'm watching it. There was Just Beyond on Disney Plus. This is a supernatural anthology series. I watched the first one. Uh, about um, parents sending their troubled girls off to a school that's actually called Miss Genevieve's School for Difficult Girls. The girls are consequently brainwashed when they get their hair cut after starting school there. But what is weird is that if you play Green Day really loud, the brainwashing goes away. I like Green Day, big fan. Um, this was probably a little too young for me. And my teenager, uh, maybe the tween or younger set, it's not scary, not too suspenseful. I might watch a couple more if I've got time, but this is falling way down on the list. Um, You came out on Netflix. Everybody loves you. It is the next season of the Psycho Obsessive Show. Lots and lots of people really like this one. This is a very, very popular show. Initially, I never totally got into it. I tried a couple of early episodes, wasn't really getting it, but every season has gotten kind of darker and darker, and so that catches my attention. In this season, Joe is with his new wife, whose name is Love. She's also a murderer, why not? And they now have a kid. Uh, Joe's extremely disappointed. The kid is 
a girl, a boy, not a girl. Uh, Joe wants to be a good father. He's not exactly sure how to do that. Love wants to be a good mom. She's not exactly sure how to do that. Um, so what they can agree on is, is murdering people. And uh, so that's the next best thing. And so right away, first episode, uh, we get the killings going. So that's good. That's really good. Uh, this show remains dark. The narration by Joe has its funny lines. He's sarcastic. Again, there's a little bit of lightheartedness in this with some really dark overtones and killing. Just a couple episodes in, but I got to recommend season three of You. I don't know if you absolutely have to watch the first couple seasons. It definitely doesn't hurt. I wind up asking my wife a lot of questions. Finally, Succession premiered. Uh, these guys won a ton of awards the last season they did, uh, on HBO, the whole cast is back and the, they're on the run after Kendall dropped the bomb on the whole group that, you know, on, on the air, he said his dad sucks. He's a bully. The company is a hostile workplace, especially for women. It's a horrible environment. Logan's response to the allegations were you can suck my dick, which is absolutely the right response. Uh, to the situation. Uh, Ken is trying to recruit people from his dad, especially Shiv, especially Jerry. His dad is trying to lock up all the big law firms so they have a conflict and they can't work for Kendall. Rome and Jerry and Shiv are all battling for the new CEO position. There's great laughs in this. It's funny. Uh, anybody that's, I've heard that people sometimes take this seriously as a drama. It is not. Uh, it is a comedy, and it is fantastic, and I highly recommend Succession. All right, there are a lot, a lot of series out right now. It is going to be difficult to come up with a top 10. Uh, of course, I'm going to do it anyways. Uh, a few things ended, though. That always helps. Ted Lasso ended. Obviously, I'm a huge Ted Lasso fan, as is most people. I really don't like the more serious shows, though. I don't like the more serious topics that they're tackling. I, I, I just want to see Roy grunt and say, fuck off. That's all I want to care is, oi, fuck off. That's all I care about. Um, that makes me laugh. Uh, but um, they're obviously trying to tackle some other things as well. Wh whatever they want or need to do, of course, the show is great. But um, I like it as a as a lighthearted comedy rather than uh, attacking tackling some of the more serious issues. We'll see what they do next year. A C ended in a phenomenal battle. I take this battle up against any Game of Thrones battle anytime. In fact, I take any of the fights and see over Game of Thrones, but this was a phenomenal battle. Little unsure where the whole family stands right now, but uh, that was a great season. That was a great show. Very, very creative. Uh, Murders in the Building finished up. I definitely liked this show. It was very, very funny. Martin Short definitely steals the funny stuff, though they're all great. The whole cast is great. I think it probably could have been eight episodes instead of ten. They did set it up for easily for a season two. Steve Martin, Selena, Martin Short all get arrested at the end. I'm still recommending it. I'm still recommending it. Um... Let's see here. What else? Um, let's hit the top 10. Let's hit the top 10. So series-wise, 
Again, very difficult because there's so much going on right now. Uh, number 10, Guilty Party with Kate Beckinsale. Nine, Succession. This will move up the list very, very quickly. Eight, I'm throwing Doom Patrol in there. Time travel is strange, but they're not doing too much of that. We could see how Rita might play a part in the Laura DeMille saga. I'm into it. I'm sick of the cyborg plotline, though. Let's get back to doing some superhero stuff and kill some people. Titans, I'm kind of reluctant, reluctantly letting this stick around because of nostalgia. Got to pick up the pacer. Just got to. Six, American Horror Story. The next season about the aliens and the treaty between aliens and America is fantastic. All the portrayals of Eisenhower and Nixon and Kennedy and Marilyn Monroe are fantastic. Uh, five, Lost Symbol. Starting not to really care if Peter lives or dies. I'm just more interested in the puzzle and seeing if we really can unlock the human mind. The end of uh, this last episode, which comes out on Thursdays, was horrible. I'll give you that. You know, again, one of the main, you know, one of the main frustrations in any crime drama is when you have the bad guys surrounded with no way out and the FBI or the CIA or the police fuck it up and let them go. I mean, at the end of last episode, we've got like a, a 10 on two situation here. 10 good guys, the two bad guys, and they get away. I just can't, I mean, it, it, and they do it in every show that has that situation. Now, number four, Tacoma FD, Caps not flirting, flirting with Whitney Cummins does not work out. You could have guessed that. Nonetheless, very funny stuff. Three, Foundations. What are the Anacreans after? Especially after they just shot down an Imperial ship on Terminus. And where the hell is Gale? Here's my guess about where Gale is in the book. There are actually two foundations, one at each corner of the galaxy. I am guessing Gale is starting the other foundation. We'll see. Number two, impeachment. Uh, everybody's got a lawyer now. Everybody has to testify. Monica is in the news nonstop. The portrayal of Bill Clinton kind of making sure everybody's got the right testimony watching him completely perjure himself like he did. Um, it just gets better and better watching uh, the old footage of Saturday Night Live and the Letterman monologues and the Leno monologues of the situation. This show is fantastic. But number one, I'm going to put is American Rust. We know the real story of what happened. We just have to see how this plays out. Um, you know, Jeff Daniels' character is, is 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 trying to be a good guy. He took a little bit of a left turn during this show. Um, in fact, this this episode in general wasn't the best one. Didn't really progress it that far, but still really good stuff. But I am watching a whole lot of stuff. Right, I'm watching The Sinner. Why the Last Man? I bumped it all the way off the top ten. This show has to pick a plot and what they want to be when they grow up. I'm still watching it. It needs to get a whole lot better, a whole lot faster. I know what you did last summer. Acapulco, La Brea, Home Economics, um, the Big Leap, Ordinary Joe, Neighborhood. Uh, lots and lots of good stuff out there uh, that you should be watching. But, um, you know, they can't all be in the top 10. But if you're more of a binge person, if you're more of a binge person, 
What should you be watching if you just want to sit down and go end to end? Number 10 is The Chair with Sandra Oh. Number nine, Another Life. Put that in for The Defeated. Not saying anything bad about The Defeated because that's a great show. Eight is Hit and Run from Israel. Seven, Chicago Party Ant, which made me run out and get a Euro at Wrigleyville Dogs. Number six is Sex Education. Probably should be higher now that I look at it. Probably should be higher. Maybe the funniest show on Netflix. Five is Clickbait. Number four is White Lotus. Number three is C. I put that in for Lucifer now that it's over. Number two is Goliath with Billy Bob. Last season with Goliath. Not their best, but it's great. And number one, always hard to unseat, Money Heist. Other things you could be watching or binging, only murders in the building. You will be in the top 10 shortly. Squid Game, guys. I know it's an international phenomenon. Doesn't even make my top 10. It's okay. If you watch a lot of TV, you're probably going to say it's okay. If you don't watch a lot of TV, you might really, really like it. Uh, Lucifer, Midnight Mass, Bosch, the other two, How to Sell Drugs Online. These are all great, great binges that you could be watching. I'll throw in a couple more for you. Dr. Death, Sky Rojo, and Into the Night. Um, And it's not going to get any easier. Uh, There's a lot more coming out this week. So I am skipping most of the foreign Netflix shows. There's seven coming out a week. I just can't keep up with it. I'll hit it probably during the lull because there's just too much more coming out. We got Queens coming out on ABC. I guess this is sort of like Girls 5 Ever. The Blacklist is coming out. Phenomenal on NBC. Dune, the movie, comes out. I'll be watching that probably in the theaters. Invasion on Apple TV Plus. If you're watching on any Apple TV shows, you couldn't have missed the trailer for this one. I'm, of course, interested. Lock and Key was a big Netflix hit. Big Netflix hit and season two comes out. That's a good family one. Curb Your Enthusiasm is out for its, I don't know, 20th season or something. Insecure on HBO is coming out. The 4400 reboot on the CW. That scares me a little bit. But, um, you know, I'm going to have to watch it. I'm going to have to watch it. I was a big fan of the show initially. I think it was on TNT. A Day of the Dead, the series on Sci-Fi Network. Do we need another zombie show? We probably don't, but Day of the Dead. Going to have to try it. And Fear of the Walking Dead actually came out last Sunday. I haven't caught it just yet because I'm watching so much else. Um, oh, also just kind of out there. You know, Be Positive did come out this week. I didn't review it. It's Be Positive. It's good. It's funny. Um, Gina's rich now, so that's interesting. We'll see where that goes. Um, if, if, as if all of this isn't enough, I did watch a movie, Many Saints of Newark, on HBO Max. This is the Sopranos prequel. David Chase was heavily involved in the writing. I don't think he directed it, though. Um, this is a pretty fun movie. Uh, I mean, we spent most of the time trying to understand who is this from, you know, the series. Is that Sylvie? Is that Pauly? Who's playing pussy? Is that Junior? Who's Chrissy's father? You know, just trying to put all the pieces together from the series, which was so good. Uh, The movie, which stars Gandolfini's son, which is great, uh, basically shows how Tony Soprano grew up as a teenager, how he gets into the business. 
Uh, it plays a little bit more like a really long TV show than a movie. Feels like the next episode might be out next week. It, not that much happens in it, and it doesn't really end. It's just really kind of showing all of these characters. You know, Tony's mom was such a big part of the series, and you know now she's in here as a young person. So it's basically the young version of everybody in that series, and it's fun to see how they're playing it. Uh, if you watch The Sopranos, you have no choice but to watch this movie. Uh, if you didn't watch The Sopranos, the show doesn't really stand on its own so well. So, uh, you know, I, I can't just recommend it as, as just a movie. So tons and tons of stuff to watch there, everyone. Have fun watching TV. Obviously, I've got my work cut out for me this week. I will keep up just for you. Happy TV watching.